We in the office. Just say it how you feel. Facts. Say it how you feel. Oh! We in the office. Oh! Hey, welcome back to Say It How You Feel. Mm. Mm. And today, today, we have a special guest with us. If you have not already seen, go ahead and play it. Introduce yourself. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I'm Lewis. Uh, as uh, most people know me as Goldie or uh, Goldie Travels. Um, uh, Goldie That's Goldie right. Journey on, on on Instagram. So That's right. That's right. Goldie with two E's. The OG is back in full effect. What's going Facts. on, OG? <laughs> Chilling. Glad to have y'all. You know, be here with y'all. You know what I mean? I missed y'all so much. Yeah, man. Yeah. We missed you too, bro. And that's what we're here for. We're super excited to have you back on, man. Definitely. I was like, yo, listen, we got to have Goldie. We've been saying it for a minute now. Oh, like, wow. Have now. Goldie back yeah. On. Yeah, yeah but you know, but you know, life, you know, still in the military. Listen, and all these journeys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, real shit. Yeah. Real shit, player. Yeah, man. Well, listen, great to have you. And what better topic to have you on than one about culture? black mm. culture and love it right the shirt there. by the way you see it on the shirt mm. that's him right there man that's all you Hell need yeah. to know about goldie but listen we're gonna get into it so if you haven't really figured it out we're gonna be talking about culture black culture and and how you know sometimes not sometimes how most times black culture is extremely influential to the world you know talking about that we're gonna be talking about what it is to be a black man today or a black woman in today's in today's society we're talking about that I mean, we're talking about a whole bunch of other freaky shit, too. Yeah. And like and really the, the big thing that I felt like I wanted to get across on this episode, you know, that we should mm -hmm. get across is that the, the evolution of culture that we've been through is recently as the past century or so. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So without further ado. That's right. I'm Mo. I'm Say. And he's and that's Goldie. Goldie. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's Goldie. And this is saying how you feel. So sparking Sir. this off. Um, what what would you guys feel is the one of the, the the major cultural shifts that that have happened, uh, that that really stand out in your mind? Mm. You go ahead, Goldie. Yeah. Go ahead, Goldie. Right. You got yeah. it, man. Yeah. You got it, man. You you're so. Guessing. All right. So what I've learned, uh, or what I've seen a lot. So with the change of culture, especially with us, a lot more black people traveling, getting out. Um, as you know, we see like the passport bros are mm -hmm. starting to uh, to go out. So, um. I see we're starting to get a lot more culture, starting to be more as a culture, expand and open our mind um, mm -hmm. and traveling out. So I think that's a good thing. And and on a, the flip side of it is a lot more of us getting a lot more bougie. That's <laughs> uh, true. I, I so. can see that. I can see okay. that. Okay. So for me, um, I think something that really like uh, kind of like sparked uh, a, a huge shift would be uh, music, right? Hip hop in the 90s. Definitely. Um, changed a lot, changed the industry, it changed music as we know it. Um, you know, the pioneers of like gangster rap, MWA, you know, then we got then we go right from that to Tupac, Biggie, which really put a huge stamp on like, you know, brothers that have emotion and put their soul, heart and soul into their music. Let's not forget, you know, we talked about the Wu-Tang Clan, we talked about all these different groups, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like these are OG groups of people who contributed to the game right and then mm -hmm. now you know the game has changed over the years but that sparked a lot of different things in society and it sparked a change with people especially black people and how they move and operate you know absolutely and i was yeah. thinking also on that music mm -hmm. you know where it's like you know you 
when it comes to the South in particular, you mm -hmm. know, how much culture came out of the South alone. You know, you talk about the blues, you talk about rock and roll, you talk about jazz, all of these things really got their spark, you know, from black mm -hmm. folks in the South. So it was like we went from, you know, having that everybody having a Southern drawl and everybody trying to pick apart the South and mm. whiten it up, you know what I'm saying? Re-recording mm. Southern music. So that once you get into hip hop, you see that same kind of thing start to happen where it was like up North had it on lock for a long time. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. when the South arrived, you know, it was, it changed it came, the game. Outcast okay. came around, you know what I'm saying? You got guys like Uncle Luke, you know, yep. and I, I, Uncle Luke been heavy on my mind, especially because oh, man. Uh, if y'all been paying attention to the media, <laughs> this whole Freak Nick documentary that's been dropped, I ain't watched it yet, but I know a little bit about it. And, There's a documentary um, coming out? Bro, it's a whole documentary on Hulu about this shit. Mm. Okay, so no one judge me, right? No one, uh, you know, <laughs> no one judge me. <laughs> But when you say freak, now I I have an idea of what a freak Nick is, right? But I really don't know, no, because I was way too young. What are we talking about here? I'm just thinking there's a whole bunch of gyrating, barbecuing, and twerking going on. That's what and I think. And being too young is no excuse, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Being too okay. young is no excuse. Mm -hmm. However, you know, okay. I, I love Southern music. I love Southern mm -hmm. culture, you know, and um, huge on it. And before I even hop into it, Goldie. You you got us. Uh, we see the graves in the beard. Player. I know you got a little bit more knowledge than we do. So you know about Freak Nick? Yeah, I know about Freak Nick. Um, coming up, you know, a lot of I I wasn't old enough to go down there. I was just at that cutoff where like they they shut it down. Mm. But um, yeah, I do know a lot of people who have gone and a lot of stories and uh, a lot of VHS recordings and stuff mm. like that. So don't stop. Yeah, exactly yeah. exactly so what, what from what i know about freak nick is it started out as a like a picnic you know what i'm saying for the hbcus yeah. down there where they would just get together and you know uh you know fraternize and you know have a good mm -hmm. time and then you have the the surgeons of mm -hmm. uncle luke and these party records and this nasty shit and it turned into exactly that name of Freak Nick. You got these folks coming out. It's so many people's mamas that's been caught on camera oh that now God. that this documentary is coming out, everybody asking their moms, like, so uh, you got anything you want to tell me before I watch this? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of you niggas' mamas that was down there that was Ooh. real nasty. That was, that was Yikes. Yikes. Uh, so did y'all see the the thing on Facebook and like Instagram? This kid um was asking people to stop sharing his mom's picture. Yeah, he, <laughs> no. yeah it was like it was a couple of years ago. This dude was asking yeah, people to stop sharing a picture of his mom's um bent over like a cop car or something like that. Yeah, and they was... had her cheeks. It was like five niggas, all of them had a hand on it, just sweating <laughs> oh the cheeks. That's what Freak Nick was, though, man. Freak Nick was just a while. It was almost like oh low-key orgy type deal. Like it was live. It, but it was it was all about the culture. It was fun. You know, they was mm -hmm. out here wilding out, they was having a good time. Of course, barbecuing. If it's black folks there, they gonna have some bomb ass food, but dope ass mm -hmm. music and just vibes. And what ended up Fucking up Freak Nick, what ended up messing up everything was men. Of course. I can't okay. I all right, all right. We can of say course. that. Of course. Because these women is out here and they these women's these women's is out <laughs> here, you know what I'm saying? With all the goodies out being comfortable, mm. and men just don't know how to keep their hands to themselves. Yeah. 
you know, can't control so themselves. sexual assault went up, sexual, you know, harassment was through the roof, of course. Predation too, yeah. It was just, it was, it was too much, and that's when you know that fucked up everything. And I, they tried to bring it back, like in like 2019 or some shit, but it's just like, yeah, it don't, it, it don't hit the same. You know, <laughs> it don't hit the same. And, and they so, start making some music for it. They would. Uh, that was what I was about to get into when it came mm. to culture is the music, mm. the shit that. Uncle Luke was saying back then, they was burning his records. They was running them over. They was stomping on these shits. And they just had a whole hit on the radio of wet ass pussy. Like that was like something that <laughs> they got a kids bop version of that shit. You know what they I'm saying? Do. So it's yeah. like Yeah. Like the the difference in culture now of like how sexually explicit things are compared to the way things used to be. I think it would last. I think now in today's society, no bullshit. I think a freaknik would legitimately, it would up, it would uphold, bro. Because now everyone is think about it for a second. Everybody's all you. like sensitive. You. They're all but like, uh, we I should feel like a freaknik now would you bite off a lot more than you'd be chewing down there, guys. It ain't it ain't it ain't all women. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you that. You know, I don't I'm know. talking about pop that pussy. It ain't gonna be. I don't know how much pussy you seeing, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying. I am a woman. You know what I'm <laughs> but uh, also, you got to think about uh. Maybe would it would it um succeed because how they treating um mm. spring break down in Florida? Mm. How, well, how they how they treating it? I'm, so yeah, I've been that, so fucking that, removed. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The the mayor the mayor of um I forgot where where it is where spring break is um is it Fort Lauderdale I think mm, um I think so he he is he, he had a um a curfew for for the, the people because they were just destroying stuff you mm. know what I mean like the outlet alcohol was like juice was crazy so they was like they put a curfew on everybody and like s you know essays went up um mm. violence a whole bunch of people was getting killed like just so it was. So that's what that's I guess that's the the balance with freak yeah with yeah, with, with freak Nick still because you know spring break is a mix yeah mm -hmm. and freak Nick was nothing but because it was in us. Atlanta you know what I'm yeah. saying it was it's in the the you know the the black uh, what's the word I'm looking for um not megaplex um you know what I'm talking about no. Mm. Mm. Say hey with me now. Epicenter. <laughs> like <laughs> epicenter, the black. Oh, right. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. where right now, if you want some places all black, if you want to go somewhere that low-key feels segregated, go to Atlanta. You don't see <laughs> nothing but black excellence down there. You know what I'm it's saying? True. You see a whole lot of black fucked up shit too, but it's a lot of black excellence down there. So um I, when you were talking about the spring break thing, I did just recently see some kid, some young dude got shot out there three o'clock in the morning, just out chilling and hmm. had a problem with somebody, but he walked up on him and smoked him right up. So that's crazy. It's just crazy like how a few can mess it up, up. Yep. Yep. for the many, you know? Exactly. I mean, well, you know, it, it you know, shit happens. You know, shit shit does happen. Um I I I'm a firm believer that um with enough guidance and enough like rules and regulations, I feel like anything because anything can succeed. You know what I'm saying? But um mm -hmm. this shit sounds crazy to me, right? Cause I think like this shit would be lit, you know what I'm saying? It would, really, I wouldn't go. I'll tell you that right now. I, my ass has no business being there. <laughs> nope, but my married ass is at the house. No cool. business being there. Yeah, my ass would be home. But I'd be like, damn, these niggas out here having fun. Good for them. You know what I'm saying? I will live vicariously through you niggas, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But hey, um, it's funny because we're talking about like today, right? This, mm -hmm. this episode is based on like society changes and what it is to be a, a, a black man in society and. 
honestly, I feel like um, not much has changed, but the way things are done kind of changed. And I think, um, G, you know, you being around for as, um, as long as you have, not making you sound like you're old and shit. Bro, you, you know? make this nigga sound like he like 70, cuz. <laughs> How was the Great Depression, G? How was the Great Depression? <laughs> it was hard. A lot, a lot of potatoes. <laughs> Shit, fucking around with this dollar, we might be right back there. But we're not gonna talk about that, bro. We staying, we staying on track today. I about to say but, talk about it, but never mind. We ain't gonna talk about it. No, we ain't gonna talk about that shit. But no, in all seriousness, though, like you've seen shit change sometime over, you know. And and I'm sure in my days, in a, ten more years, I've seen some more shit change. You know what I'm saying? Because I think about it now, but like. Would you say, right, shit is easier or is it harder today being a black man? What do you think? Mm. That's, it's, oh, that's that's a good question. That's a subjective question too. Yeah, that's yeah because for me, for me, it's easier because I have a lot more opportunities than a lot of my my you know my ancestors. I have a lot more opportunities than my mom, my mm. grandmother. You know, what I mean, um, but at the same time, it's like a lot of people are. They they turn a blind eye to things that happen to, and they just like oh no it's a it's a new day and age so it, it could it, it depends on the person because some people are like man it's hard for me to to get a, to get ahead and then other people are like what are you talking about I have it I have it so much easier that's so, right yeah okay well I, I'm glad you you know I'm glad you answered that you know best of your ability and truthfully I know you I know you keeping it hundred with me uh, I'm gonna tell you guys something right um I had a conversation with um I'll say my boss for the most part and um uh, you know person of color and we're talking and they were like uh my colleague my partner how about that my partner and they were talking and they was they made a comment about this um this black dude right it was this, this black guy who's established in his community and um we're having this conversation with them possibly taking on more business and the individual um was trying to this is what they were trying to do they were trying to guilt white people right <laughs> they were trying to guilt white people from switzerland big brain. about slavery Big so brain. they can send us reparations, like right? The way he thinks. No, I don't like the way he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, it's never gonna work, right? It's like, no, bro, nobody give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? We talked about feelings last week. Don't nobody give a fuck. And the truth be told, it's like I kind of was just like, yo, a lot of people think like white people owe you something. They don't. Mm. I'm, I'm here to tell you, they don't owe you shit. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're never gonna owe you shit. And, and the more that we sit here and we try to guilt these people for something that, you know, a lot of them didn't even do is, is insane. That's like me being blamed. If the shoe was on the other foot, you know how quickly I'd be like, nigga, that wasn't me. You know, I may, I may still be reaping the benefits from it. And in that aspect, I can help and assist and then try to establish programs and to try to establish um, some type of equality. But that's, that's what a lot of folks are asking for is just that they Mm -hmm. use their, you know, their, what they benefited from, you know? The fact that you are in that position right now, you have the power to make the change. You have the voice to make the change. And that's something that you're not willing to do. Or some are, you know, we call them allies and whatnot. But it's just the the vast majority of them are like, fuck fuck you. Like, I I didn't do that. You know, so it's like it's, that's the right. They that's the same attitude they have. And uh, honestly, from what you just said there, you understand that like that using your platform or using your you know your ability i saw this one time this guy this black dude was at i don't know if it was a city council meeting he was someplace and he was voicing his opinion like he got up and he started talking his shit and as security walked in it was like four or five white folks that got up and surrounded this man because they knew the police wasn't gonna touch them 
But if they would have got their hands on his ass. Yep. Do you I know, know what you're talking about. I've seen that. Yep. So when I saw that, I was like, I don't feel like white folks should put their bodies on the line for us. But at the same time, metaphorically speaking, mm. they're, they're using. Yeah, they, they, they know you, you could, you know, mm -hmm. you just mm -hmm. choose not to. Some some choose not to. Yeah, but they don't. But again, there. My thing is, my argument is that they're not obligated to, right? And when no. we, when we as people or a community start to say, "You guys are obligated to," you must or you have to, or if you, it's not really. It, you're never going to get people on board by trying to force them or guilt trip them or persuade them. The simplest thing is like, and I, I keep seeing his argument, and I keep, and, I, and the more I see it, the more I'm like, "Damn!" It says uh, a lot of people out here are not pro life. You know, they'll say they're pro life, but they're not pro life. Because if they were pro-life, they would be against, you know, uh, the complications that, you know, black and brown women face in in delivery rooms. And they would understand if they were pro-life, they would dump and put money into uh, what's the program that we use? Is, is it not? It's not early development. Planned Parenthood. Yes. Planned Parenthood. Excuse me. And they would put money into, you know, um, these orphanage and where these and kids that are motherless. You know what I'm saying? But they're not. Right. They're not doing that thing. So you're not pro-life. You're just pro-abortion. Uh, anti-abortion anti-abortion and it's the same thing with being pro-life of putting more money into these schools you know mm -hmm. uh breaking down the, the prison pipeline you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. prison pipeline if you was pro-life you would make more effort to being about the conservation and protection of life That's from right. all mm -hmm. aspects the funniest That's shit right. was like they was talking all this pro-life bullshit and then like when uh i think it was who was uh ukraine not before ukraine who was the, the country that was going through syria Syria mm -hmm. was going through that shit, and we was trying to export Syrians here, and they was like, "No, nah, keep the ass over." There. You ain't sounding too pro life now, buddy. Um, pro -life. That's right. Nah, we don't want them. And I got a crazy story. Pro American about life. <laughs> not even, bro. They're not. not and, and and that's what it is. It's just we could sit here, we could argue all day, but that's not what it is. And if you were truly pro life, right? When the police are out here and they have these incidences where they're shooting people. Mm -hmm. uproars these school shootings you were pro-life these school shootings mm -hmm. not a thing these these active shooter drills these kids are running in school we used to we run them in the military and they run them in school two different types of active shooter drills wouldn't be a thing right if you were pro-life these things would not be happening mm -hmm. because you're pro-life <clears throat> not the case talk to him g man uh i don't know it was, i was thinking about like when like how when we go into like how like I said the military we go into these drills and stuff like that like do I was wondering do they do that in black schools because I question. I've never I, I've never seen like uh, heard people talk about their kids going through those drills. So I I I know yeah I I know someone who who you know goes to a predominantly black school and they do they do the drills after okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't know I I didn't yeah. know you know my 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 mine is only you know a year and five months so I, I, I wouldn't know but um. Yeah, but then you was like being like you said, being pro life and and stuff like that, and having these conversations. Yeah, when it comes to certain people, one group of people like yeah, like we need to stop this and on this end, but then on the other side, they like oh no, these people did their job. These people were justified in doing this. Yeah, two sides, but it's like never meet. And then some people like hey, let's meet in the middle, and some people like <laughs> nah, okay. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here, and you over there, and say there. I think one of the biggest things that one of the, the biggest cultural switches that I'm waiting on to happen would be where we go from fighting about shit where it's like you either have to be completely one side and fuck the other team to being, OK, well, let's have a conversation about this. You know what I'm saying? I, you can you can like certain arguments from from different things, because now right. the older I've got, the older my kids are getting, the more conservative views I have on certain shit. 
You know what I'm saying? I think we've addressed yeah, this on the show where it's like, I there are some things that I love about, you know, some of the things that come from the right side. And there's some, a lot of shit that I hate, but there's some things mm -hmm. that I love about coming from the left side. And there's a whole lot of shit that I hate over there too. So it's like, everybody has to choose a team. You It's either red or blue. You can't be purple. And that's the bullshit. I feel like that's where, when that cultural switch happens, that's when the aliens gonna come talk to us. I'm gonna tell you. What, I'm gonna tell you why it's never gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you why it's never gonna happen. I'm also gonna tell you why we're still stuck where we're at when it comes to like um, race in America. Y'all ready? Mm -hmm. Every country has their race issues. Every country has, um, you know, their problems going on when it comes to you know Colorism. us and them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Everybody. The reason why that shit will never happen is because if everyone knows this, right? If you are unified as a country. Do you understand how much shit would not be happening in America? Do you understand where we would be as a country if everyone unified? That is the most dangerous thing on the planet. Mm -hmm. Everyone being people. in unison. You know, only mm -hmm. thing that can get only thing that can get us to do that is fucking if it's the planet. No, no. I would say if it's the planet versus another planet. If it's like us versus the aliens. Now it's <laughs> no real shit. Think about that. It sounds absurd. Don't be surprised if it happens. No, that's the Ronald Reagan said that see. shit, bro. Ronald Reagan what? said that shit at the UN. I think it was back in like the seventies. He said, uh, "What is going to cause us to unify would be a external threat, exactly, mm -hmm. or an extraterrestrial threat." So they they know we that's all it. know, but it's the same mm -hmm. thing that happened with nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? When nine eleven happened, everybody was American. We was all brothers. We had a common enemy. Mm -hmm. So it's that same. Right. I see where you're going with it, bro. It's that same that mm -hmm. same idea. Same idea. Yep. Um, we, we always need we always need a finger to point. That's what mm -hmm. it is. We need we need yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh and a lot of things is like how can I make myself and the people around me better? That's what we worried about a lot. Our, our tribe, you know what I mean? So that either that skin color or that's our culture or whatever like that. Cause you know, mm -hmm. like a lot of people always want to say like um how like divided like um black and white people are, right? But nobody. But then we say we have a brown and black coalition, right? A coalition. Mm -hmm. But then, then you said, then you and we've been in the military. We do have when we in the military, we all one team, one fight. That's but right. then when, but then when we start breaking it down into cultures, it's it's different. It, Separation. Yeah, it's always different. But we mm -hmm. always, but the military is always one family though. It's funny because it's like we like that family who fight with each other. But if somebody come in here and mess with our little cousin. We fucking it them up. It's going down. It's, it's, going it, down. You know what's funny too? Only my I can fuck mom. with my little cousin. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, it's another thing too. Like, like a, lot, a lot of people don't know this. People who don't who've never served don't know this. But like the Air Force, uh, the Air Force versus the Navy versus the Army versus the Marine. Everybody's beefing with each other. People could be at work fighting with each other, but the moment that we yo them them Army cats over there talking shit. What? Who said what? And it's like mm -hmm. instantly, right? It's true, right? We're all we all a family. We all work together. We all work in unison, but we have our our own issues within each other. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's mm -hmm. really what it should be. I'm sure every community has it, but mm -hmm. in terms of like stepping away from that and getting away from like the fighting and the bickering and being unified, they don't want that shit, bro. They purposely do that. And when I say they, you know what I'm talking about. They purposely yeah. do things to keep us in this state of constant battle. Mm -hmm. It's easier to control people when they're when keep they're always fighting. When you when you divide it, it's easier to to displace people. But right. what is it? What is it like? They go like the five fingers. Is, is, um, but when you put it together, it's strong. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I forgot how the metaphor go or something. But like mm -hmm. we're separated like this. But shit, you taught me something. Like you know, this, yeah. I know what you heard. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
Yeah. That shirt reminded me of Planet of the Apes when he got the sticks and nigga was putting the sticks together. Uh-huh. Said, you see, apes strong, nigga. That's strong. us, nigga. That's us. That's us. And you know, another thing that comes into play is well, on culture is mm-hmm. how much the media has mm-hmm. a, a a play into this too. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're going through this whole fear monger, and you know the the media is all about the fear mongering, anyways. Yeah. But like when it comes down to it, the how much the media controls is scary. It is how much the government influence on the media has. It is scary. You see where they they finally talking about how much um how Twitter had such an impact on the twenty sixteen elections. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's just. Culturally, 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 around there, that uh-huh. was close. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing, like when it came to the moon landing or when it came to, mm. you know, other things that have happened throughout. Well, even when it came to the riots, you know, in the 90s after the That's Rodney right. King thing, it's like it's everything is fear mongering. Oh, we are we have lost control, you mm-hmm. know. So so to bring that back, so like to bring back the freak Nick. Mm-hmm. So the the media did the same did with the same thing with Freaknik. Mm-hmm. So like when like all these you know all these HBCs get together and they and because it wasn't just all bad you know what I mean it was a mm-hmm. lot you know the fraternities and stuff like that they do a lot of good things in those Positive in those areas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like but then it was just like um, then when Uncle Luke and them came out, then they they tied it in with that. So they like oh Uncle Luke is bad, Freaknik is bad, but it was like no, it's not all bad. Because, like I said, when you get a whole bunch of people, you get thousands of people in one in one general area. There's going to be a lot of stuff that goes down. You know what I mean? A lot of bad stuff. But they wasn't always talking about the good stuff. So they only, but they all focus on the bad stuff. Two Live Crew, um, mm-hmm. um, um, Uncle Luke, all this bad music. Because hip hop was still right. demonized yeah. at this time, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So, devil's music. Mm. Yeah. So that should have never lasted. And now look, now it's all on the commercials. It's all, yeah. you know. Now it's really devil's music. Now, now they really out here bro. wearing horns and shit, nigga. Yeah, niggas is battle rapping in Korea, cause Yo, like that shit's real. Facts. Did uh, uh, did you see Lil? Uh, I mean, you guys probably don't follow this nigga, but you see Lil Uzi, right? Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, what about him? Today, I, I for some reason I don't know why I did this, bro. Let me click on this guy's story because I was tired. But I was like, let me just. I seen the photos. Let me click on his Instagram, and uh. He had there was a controversy like two weeks ago about him saying Satan in one of his songs and he kind of downplayed it. And then today he posted a video of him getting his tongue tatted with the cross upside down. I was like, come on, son. Come on. Who do you think you're fooling at this point? Nigga, just just say your real name. Say your name. You know what I'm saying? Say your real Mm -hmm. name. We know who you are. Like, come on, bro. And I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. But anyway, not to, I digress. Let's move on. Damn, you got but, holy on us for a second there. Then you could. You gotta no, do a sermon. No, Where's no, Tyler? No. At? Somebody get this man some water. Somebody get him some water. Pass the collection said... plate around this motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. I gotta say this shit because I've been talking about this shit all weekend with my sister. I was like, Yo, when I met you, I always said because I, we were, you know, we're talking about the podcast and shit. She's talking about other stuff, and I kept bringing you up. So, um, her friend, my boy, it's like a friend of the family. He was like, "Well, who is this nigga?" And I was like, "Yo, think of him like an old school pimp, right? <laughs> think of uh-huh. him like an old school pimp who turned preacher. That's Mo." And he started laughing. He's like, "All right, all right, I see, I see." But yo, that's you, nigga. That's all you. I've never heard myself described in such eloquent <laughs> words. But thank you. That's how you introduce yourself to me. That's what you told me you want to do with the rest of your life. He's like, yo, I want to be a, I want to just grow my hair out and I want to be a preacher. But I, I can might see have it. a little pimp esque to me. You know what I'm saying? A little yeah. pimp esque to me. Bishop, uh, yeah. Bishop Don Juan type. type yeah. You know, type yeah. preacher. Yeah. yeah. You know I, I mean, 
hey, it, it, it can still happen. I'm still young, you know what I'm saying? I might turn my life over to God in my 50s and then just open my own church. Oh, That'd be God. Lit. You know, I'm putting it oh, into the into the ether, you know, past yeah. the mo. But okay. um, yeah. one thing that I, I thought about earlier when we brought up this topic of culture, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling my wife this when I was talking to her about it. Uh, Cause you know I, that's my best friend. I talked to her about everything. Yeah. So I was telling her, you know, what I'm saying in terms of being a black man, you know, um, how in the South, you know, going through, you know, after slavery and going through segregation, where us, mm-hmm. you know, being hip, you know, that jive yeah. shit, and us mm-hmm. calling each other man, you know, because you needed to hear, be you need to hear yourself yeah. be called man. You wanted to man. Call, you yeah. want acknowledge as a man because you've been mm-hmm. called boy for so long. Mm-hmm. Do you think that us calling each other nigga all the time has a detrimental effect on the way we view ourselves? Or when you hear like niggas ain't shit? I'm I'm gonna I'm go for this because I this is something I never thought we'd ever talk about on the show because I know I brought this up years ago and he was like, I don't want to talk about that nigga. But yet here he is dropping a bomb on me, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I wish I had the fucking butt. <laughs> Like I'm Funk Flex on a fucking Saturday night. <laughs> like, damn, thanks for the warning. We don't even do warnings on the show. Just let y'all know. This is all off the top of the dome. But you know what? Here we are three years later. He's bringing it up. So honestly, and I know a lot of people may have mixed feelings about the way we call each other nigga and the way we, even we say nigga on the show. You know, I made a joke about it last week. You know what I'm saying? Even Goldie. Like Goldie's like, sometimes we at work, I'm like, this nigga crazy, right? He's like, yo, chill. And he got work. That nigga is retarded. You know what I mean? He be going off. But listen, let me say this, right? And for anyone listening and doesn't really understand, let me just explain this. And this is how I feel. This is say how you feel, but I'm going to say how I feel. When it comes to the word nigga, I am a firm believer, right? That um, we say it in a, in a, as a term of endearment. And I know when I call you nigga, or we say nigga, it's like, bro, it's like, bro, right? Could we say bro? Yes. Could some people, you know, take that, take so much pain and hurt? Yes. But it's just a word. And the meaning and context that you give any word, right, is what matters. And how you, your tone of how you use that word. We say, nigga could be used in about a hundred different ways, right? And it's all about the way you say it. And I know there's a lot of people out there that the moment they hear it, they start taking like, oh, they take their headphones off. Oh, I can't listen to this guy. <laughs> you see, say, I know people like that. I stopped listening to you after you dropped the first N word. Nigga, fuck you, right? <laughs> like, it is what it is. But um, I grew up in New York. You know, Goldie grew up in New York. You know, people grew up all over the world. And um, in different areas, in different places, people use that word as just another way of saying, like, bro. And um, as I was little, my dad had this conversation with me. I didn't think it was that deep, but I'm thinking about it now. Nigga is just nigga, right? Nigger is different from nigga, right? And I know everyone's seen that Boondocks uh-huh. episode, uh-huh. <laughs> right? And it's something that uh, one thing Can that you black lend people- a nigga a pencil? <laughs> One thing that black people do very well in life, and this is something that has to be included in culture, is we take nothing and we turn it into greatness. Mm. I don't know any other culture, any other community that can take literally scraps and turn that shit into a full course meal. Take the epitome of trash and make that shit beautiful. And that is what black people do on a daily basis, whether people better who are white, Asian, or whatever, disagree with that, prove me wrong, right? But black people are literally 85%, make up 85% of the creativity on this fucking planet, right? Because we're just different. And that's what it is. So nigga is just one more of those instances where we take something that was supposed to use 
and de degrade us and, and break us down and we turn into something beautiful. And I'm going to tell you, me and my girl had a conversation about this shit. And I'm going to tell the world. Back in 2015, Con uh, Kendrick Lamar, I'm about to say Kanye, Jesus, forgive me. <laughs> Jesus, forgive me. I, remember I was, yeah, back yeah, in 2015, I, I believe it was, Kendrick Lamar dropped the album um, to Pippa Butterfly. And on that album, track I, that's when he had that song, I Love Myself, and everybody was going upset. Um, there was this, I was driving to work. I was going through a really, really, really emotional time while I was in the military. And um, at the end of that song, like it's not the original, right? It actually cuts off and it's acapella. And then he starts preaching and he starts saying, he starts talking about I, and he starts talking about like, we are people. This is what it means. And he's saying nigga, but he's saying niggas, right? Our first episode of the show is what? Hey, niggas that serve. serve right yep. that's how we started this shit off and it's always been that so i'm explaining to her she's listening and she's just like wow and i was like when i first heard this shit it made me cry right because i was going through so much and it's like i needed that i was like this is the first time i ever listened to a song and it made me cry and i was like damn and that was it and now the world knows right i was in my car i never forget that feeling that i had of like we're more than just nigga so when we say it, we're not saying it to degrade anybody, demean anybody. And I know a lot of people aren't, but that is how I use it. That's how I feel. I don't really think certain people kind of get that privilege to say it. I really don't care, but that's my take on it. Goldie, you got the floor. And then, you know, Mo, if that's something you want to say. Sorry. Well, yeah, mine is real quick. So I don't tell nobody what they can and can't say. You know what I mean? I just say what I don't, I don't like around me. So mm -hmm. like, I know like, people have like white friends or other graces of friends that they say it. And I always tell them, I'm like, Hey, please, please you know, ask them not to say around me. Cause I do, like I said, you heard me say it, but I try not to say it as much as possible, but yeah, I don't try to tell nobody what they can and can't. Cause I do know people use it in a, in a certain way. Now, if you say it to me a certain way and I'm like, yeah, you might, yeah. you might want to chill before you get your mm -hmm. hands put on some hands put on you. But <laughs> yeah. But, but look again, again, I, I, I used to tell people, no, don't tell me that. Don't call me that. Then I was like, I can't tell nobody what to say. I know, I know that how they they're trying to say it to me. So, like, mm -hmm. like I said, it's using the word as, as brothers and stuff like that. You could use brother, but it nigga sounds better. Like, nigga, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was don't say, come off the tongue the same. Yeah, yeah. That should be rolling, nigga. Like I said, that's me. That's, I don't. I don't like to whoever say it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, as long as long as you're not just saying it to disrespect yeah. me. And then, and right. like I said, I, other groups, I just like, I kind of ask them to tread lightly, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. you know, um, uh, I forgot, I, I forgot what movie it was, but it's like, um, dope was a dope, I think was when a uh, old girl, when the white boy kept saying it and she kept punching him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think seen it is the dope. movie dope, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So hey. how how you feel about it, like being in music, like, I, I mean, like uh, we, I, we apparently, you know, we all kind of feel the same way about this, but like, yeah. if you hear, you know, a white boy rapping some, some fucking yeah. Gucci or some, so, you know, what I'm saying some some shit where you know so a whole that's, lot of that's niggas that's that's black, that's like, that's like, that's like but do you do you like check him over that shit? Like you can't say that, or are you just like hell yeah, kill that shit. I'm I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm, I like you said. This, yeah. it, I take I, if they if they singing a song, they singing the lyrics. That's that's yeah. them. Now again, I'm just I'm not gonna punch them in the face. Like oh, you said it. Like they sing a song. Yeah. Like cool. Like, yeah. There's only like I said, you're not saying to me. That's fine. Right. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna tell them what this. I'm I'm. Not Here's my thing, right? Um, I, you know, like I said, I'm from New York. We got a lot of Spanish people. Uh, first of all, we're not even going to question white, black, whatever. You say nigga, you kind of get in the past because you just, that's how we talk, right? 
um, a lot of my friends, you know, I'm I'm Puerto Rican, bro. So uh, a lot of these dudes in the hood, they say nigga. Like, that's what they say. Anybody ever going to tell them, yo, you can't say that. Nigga, who are you? That's what they would say, right? <laughs> that's exactly mm-hmm. how they respond. I, I do believe, bro, it's a deep cultural thing. I think if we're all, if we all are being oppressed and you're in that community, it's kind of like, cool. Now, I've also had white friends who are like reciting a Dave Chappelle skit or a mm-hmm. song and they, they're not like, they're not itching to say it, but they'll just, you know, say it. You know Drop what I'm saying? Drop that shit in there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just favorite like, skit. Yeah. <laughs> Their favorite skit. They love to say that shit. I, I'm not gonna say they love. I, I can't. Them say niggas was beating on my hood. That was so funny, wasn't it? Say, man, that black white supremacist skit was golden. What about the black fairy? You like that one? Oh Get the chicken. It was hilarious, oh wasn't it? Say, God. okay, you're taking mm. it a whole other level, bro. Because you were taking that shit a whole other level. But no, bro, that's not. Yeah, in that sense, then we might have to question who our friends are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, yeah, man, it's you know, I I think you know we have to reevaluate some things. But um, another thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to the N word, man, it's like for a lot of us that shit is very important. You know, it um it gives us a kind of a sense of like who we are as a as a people. At least that's mm-hmm. how I view it. I know there's a lot of people that view it as it's not that deep. It's you know. But it, it does to me, it's like, yo, that's just can't really say our thing, but it's like it's something that we made our thing, like other things. Mm-hmm. And um to me, it um I don't really weigh heavy on thinking about it or being upset about it if other people say it. It's just like, yo, that's that's us. That just proves that we're we're so fucking cool. Simple <laughs> as that. No, I'm being real. It's the yeah, cool hey. kids club. Yeah. Hey. That's and you're is, not bro. part of it. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. That's it. Can't sit with us. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, man. Not at all. But yeah, that's my take on it, man. That's my take on nigga. Period. Period. Ah. Like I said, uh, it's, it's, it's subjective. It's another thing that's subjective. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, you know what I mean? Some people let it slide and other people don't. You know what I mean? There's mm. no, just no your audience. That's true. That's true. That's facts. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So like a, another thing that like um I was I'm sorry I'm just all over this cultural thing no, as cool. um you know being black in the military right and mm. like how being being just cool in the motherfucker like I was watching uh, I know y'all seen the Five Bloods right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 you know like how like uh black soldiers during that time you know fighting for a country that hates you. You know, mm-hmm. you getting you you getting treated better over here by the enemy than you getting treated by you know your brothers back home, or right. supposed brothers back home, and how we kind of grew together and adapted to each other. It's the same thing with you know black folks that fought in the Civil War and World War Two. You know, like you mm-hmm. had, so it's like we we low key click up just naturally because mm-hmm. when you walk someplace as a black man and you see a sea of white faces and you see another black dude and he give you one of these. It's like, all right, I got one ally. We good. Yep. At least one. At yep. least one. Can I, can I speak to that real quick? Yeah, 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 bro. So the mess up part about it is when it don't when you don't get it back. Mm. Right. So never trust a black man without a mustache. Of course we've gotten it back, bro. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So, so like I've traveled a lot of time. Like I've I've traveled and I think um early in my like my Instagram um like posting a journey I was like I was talking about it and I remember I got a lot of backlash and I was like man I've traveled over the world and I was like the hurt the most hurtful thing is that I see another person that looks like me and I give them the head nod and they give me the look of what Who are you doing you? here yeah. or like what are you doing here like this is for uh like me or like just 
And I was I, I was like, and people were like, no, that's just you, you projecting. I was like, projecting yeah. what? Yeah, I'm like, it happened in several countries. Like, it wasn't one time, it was several times. And I think that hurt the most. But like I said, when you do it, when it does happen, you see somebody and they give you that head nod back, or it's even like, like <sighs> it's like, yep. I'm safe, safe space, baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're going to talk. Somebody here got my back. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, at least one of us. So yeah. that's what one, one way I wanted to, like, I was just thinking about that of like how we, when we don't have each other, mm. you know, and we, you finally do get an ally that kind of looks like you, or that mm -hmm. has mm -hmm. gone through some things that you go, that you've gone through, how it mm -hmm. makes you more comfortable and makes you a little bit stronger. Right. Mm -hmm. The way I wanted to pose this question was, um, when you go places as a black man that are not really black are you looking for black faces or are you just here just to just take it in because it's uh, not like when i when i say <laughs> looking for when i say looking for i don't mean like you in here like oh i gotta find another black person but like as you look it around you're like oh come on man there gotta be at least one more of us in here somewhere <laughs> all right all right so I, i'll switch this real quick so switzerland romania those are two places i've been where i didn't see that many black people and mm -hmm. I was, I was looking for Africans. I was looking <laughs> for, I was looking for anybody. Mm -hmm. And the bad part about it is that I was getting the most looks. We were like traveling and we had the money to go to all the places that all these people were going to. And all, and then, then the black people you do see all the Africans or the, the immigrants who are selling things. So they, you kind of get clumped into this, this thing, you know, Less that, than. Like, people, yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And because when you walk into some place and you, if you have the money, like I'm not balling and all like that, but you know, I do save you up. You would for be my in trip. Romania though. I'm telling yeah. you right now, the dollar oh, was no, crazy back then. Yeah. yeah. But not in Switzerland. Switzerland. No, you, yeah. Switzerland's way it's, different. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, you go into these places and people looking at you like, you gotta, do you have the money to be in here? But y'all slap shit out you. <laughs> With, <Exactly>. the money, <laughs> With the money. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I do, but I do, but I do look for him. I'm like, be at least one. Yo, I got to do the Bill Cosby shit like, <laughs> yo, that's crazy. I'm going to tell you, man, my experience from traveling, though, I'll be honest with you, anywhere in the world I went, there's always black people. Everywhere I went, there's always black people. I've never been to a place where I've not seen a black face. That's real shit. Even in the artwork, tells you the artwork, mm. surprising or not. They may not be there now, but they were there at one point in time. So, um. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you, G. I feel you when it comes to that, you know? You always, you, you, yeah, you want to look for somebody who's familiar to you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I remember when I went to Africa, um, I was in Ghana, and this is one thing that 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 um, upset me about our, with our culture, what we don't do. Um, I seen these uh, two white men, they didn't know each other from Adam. They just clicked up and was like, hey, we're going in the same direction. You want to catch, I got, a, I got a car going that way. I'm just waiting for them. You want to catch a ride? And mm. I'm in a country of people who look like me and I couldn't get help for nothing. Mm. And I'm like, is it, is it a cultural thing? Is it, is it because I'm American? Am I, is it because I'm not African? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, but they see each other and they click up real, real tight. And even in America, like we have that, like that separation, like say you from Brooklyn, I'm from Queens or you from New York, you from, I'm from Jersey I'm, or from down South. Mm -hmm. So and 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 I and I think I was thinking about it earlier was um, when like I said when Atlanta well like the southern music was coming up their music was still fire back then 
that music was fire. It just wasn't mainstream because New York New York music was a was the thing. Niggas wasn't trying to give them no radio play. Because mm-hmm. you go true. back on you go back in their music, like you go back to the stuff that starts to come mainstream. You go, why didn't I hear this before? Yep, that drill. No, old fucking, school drill. Yep. The ghetto boys. Uh, you talk mm-hmm. about you know what I'm saying uh, eight ball and MJG UGK. Mm-hmm. Like these are huge. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Down south, True. three six mafia. You know yep. how much three six mafia gets sampled now, especially by New York rappers. Yep. Like this whole ASAP click is really just a. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's even just, Texas screw yeah. music. You know exactly. Like, yep. Like it's yep. just it's the South, man. The the South is the the mecca. That is the word I was looking for earlier. Oh Atlanta is the mecca for black folks, right? It is. Yeah. It is. And, that I'll give you. I'm like, what? You see how that shit came to you? Took some bitch. time, but it came to you. Boom. Took a minute. <laughs> Took a little minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I'm not going to disagree with that. When we're talking about culture, especially there's so much that comes out of Atlanta, um, that comes out of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Good things, bad things, everything. And actually, we're putting a lot of money as people into Atlanta. I was talking about today, like all the studios they're building, mm-hmm. the land they got out there, you know, how, how it's moving. That's what's coming of it. But it's so sad because you drive... 10 miles outside of it and boom one mile outside of it there i heard that there was a racist restaurant that said uh no niggas allowed mm-hmm. one mile outside of city limits bro and that sells that on instagram that, yeah it sells racist memorabilia you know yes. what i'm saying you're going to see black black face dolls or them old racist ass postcards mm-hmm. you know racism is still alive and well in the south it really is yes i don't know about well but it's Blatantly. definitely alive yeah and that's mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing man so i feel like that's why we're never going to change. These people are never going to let go until their kids' kids start having black kids. And then maybe we'll start to touch the surface of it. So I got a question for y'all. Talk to me. So for the culture, right? Mm-hmm. As we want culture, do y'all think that have we gotten better as a culture? Like as just because everything is pretty much one now, right? So it doesn't matter. Everybody's sampling from everybody, right? So do you think that as a whole, like when we go somewhere and we see each other, is it better? Like, okay, cool. Like I know a little bit more about the South. I know a little bit more about the West, you know, Midwest. Do you think that bring, brings us together or does it, it's kind of people still trying to break away from each other? You want to go first or you want me to go? Um, I think that in a way it does still, and it's outliers, it's outliers, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it is a lot easier to find common ground. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like um, we as a people are a lot more, I'm not going to say accepting, but a lot more willing to um, to hear each other out in a way. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's, I, 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 where you from? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, it, it opens up that dialogue a little bit more. Um, the one way where I can say, like, I wish things were better, you know, and again, I'm sorry, you know, old soul, but it's like, the unity that we had as a people when James Brown dropped, uh, I'm black and I'm proud. You know what I'm mm. saying? The unity we had when we had political figures like Martin Luther King or Malcolm, you know what I'm saying? The, the unity we had when we had a party like the Panthers that was able to get out here and really do some good in the community all across the the nation, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Is um is something that I wish that we really had. And it's like I, I what is stopping us now? Like what what is the excuse for uh, us I'll not being you. able to do it, man? It's just you, like it's I'll, so many, so many black millionaires, so many mm. black people that's in power, that's and grew up. It's like it just It's sad because you know the it, answer and you're asking the question. Yeah. 
you listen, you it, I, I wasn't even gonna chime on that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna address that before I answer the question that Goldie asked. First of all, everybody you just listed, just with the exception of James Brown, was what? Begins with an A, assassinated, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people these days, and this is why the Black Lives Matter movement is so it works the way it does, is because no one person can take all the responsibility, right? That is the key. That was kind of the key, right? No one person can, you can't kill all of us, right? They could, but you can't really kill all of us. And damn every time tried. a person, huh? They damn sure didn't try a couple times. <laughs> they, they have. But when you have one person, one leader standing up and saying, you know, this is this or this is that, they, they, they take them out, bro. And this is, this is something that you know that they do. And at some point, people are like, is it worth my life? Could I do more? Can I do? Can I influence people more if I'm here? You know, because they, you know, these people have families. It's like one thing about everything, even from Martin Luther, when it comes to you know Dr. Martin Luther King Dream. Let me say his full name. When it comes to Malcolm X, you know, brother Malcolm, and it comes to all these political figures, they all had to sacrifice their life and their families. And I think when it comes to let's say us. There's a lot of people out there who, who understand that their purpose in life is to put into their kids to make better humans and create a better way of life for themselves, their children, and their their grandchildren. And a lot of people these days, I feel like, to answer Goldie's question, uh, I feel like it's 50-50. I feel like we are mm -hmm. better, but we aren't because a lot of us make shit more or make shit to be perceived a certain way when it really isn't. And that comes with social media and like keeping up with the Joneses. And, and and now, like, all we want to do is, like, black podcasting and black talk shows is just about sex and, like, pussy and, like, selling pussy and, like, all this other crazy shit. We when there's so much other shit we could talk about. We, no, we don't, <laughs> we don't talk about that shit the way that these motherfuckers talk about it. I'm talking about women coming on here talking about selling pussy for free, like, for almost nothing, bro. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, that's not what I want to talk about. But point <laughs> I'm making is, like, we're better, but at the same time, we're not. And yeah. uh, it, it just depends on what community, what group you're going for. But like I said, to answer your question, Mo, and to answer your, your question, Goldie, when you have one individual stand up and they say, I'm going to be this individual for this movement, or I'm going to help provoke this change, that comes with a price. And nine out of 10 times, it's their life. So mm -hmm. if you're not willing to die for this shit, sit your bitch ass down. Out, and sorry, that's what it is. And that's where we are as a people. We just got hip to it. And that's mm -hmm. the answer, Goldie shit. We're now black people are smarter. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna move in a different way. We're gonna move as a coalition, as a group. The problem is the message gets contorted, contorted because there's so many different voices. Once we figure out how to do that shit in a way where it affects everybody, I guarantee you, that's when shit's gonna start to move. If we start saying, yo, the dollar, just money itself and the influence that we bring as a people. They don't want that to happen. If everyone was to get on board and be like, yo, this is what we're going to start focusing on and truly commit themselves to focusing on being black and positive and try our very best to like end gun violence and, and, and or be gun educated. I'm not against I'm not really against gun violence. I'm just like against people, ignorant people or people who using weapons in a wrong manner because shit, mm -hmm. it does more harm than good. Yeah, yeah, you need to have some weapons. But that's what that was my again, mm -hmm. that, that's where I'm going with it, where it's like we got so many resources. So many people have resources that could be put into these communities, that could be put into these different programs where mm -hmm. it's just like we are. What are we waiting on? You know what I'm saying? The government not going to do it. They don't know how to show it. They're not going to do it. They'll take the school out of your fucking neighborhood before they decide to put new books in it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like uh, when it comes to black educators, you know, it comes to black professionals. 
Mm. After segregation, damn, keep going back to the shit. After segregation, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Segregation was uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, one of the last speeches he gave was him saying he feels as though he led his people into a burning house. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because segregation kept us as professionals. We had to have our own folks. We had to have our own doctors. We needed each other. Yep. We had to have somebody that was a tailor. We had to have somebody that, you know what I'm saying, owned a restaurant. We had to have a black cab company. We had to have these things that were just for us. And once we segregated, once well, once we integrated, it was like, okay, we rushed all of our money out of our community and into these mm-hmm. other resources. And instead of being business owners and being our own proprietors, we decided we wanted to be consumers. That's right. And, and that's, that's where we fucked up. Mm-hmm. And at this uh, point, what? it's like, what, like <laughs> us getting back to that, you know, like what is stopping that? What was you about to well, say? Uh, I know. Go ahead. What, what, what the, the old saying goes, uh, the white man's ice is colder. Uh, so oh, that's, that's kind of, that, yeah, that's where they kind of they got into it. Um, so the reason why I came up with that, that, asked that question is because there's this uh, author, I think I mentioned the book um, the last time I was on here, but um, the, the author's name, Nearly Fuller Jr. And he talks about that, like this, the, he says that there's no black culture, but he doesn't mean like in in that in that way. He he's just he's just like saying it in a way because he's like because we pretty much give it away for free. That's mm-hmm. right. So like he's like what and the culture that we do claim is the silliest things is like oh I can dance you know which is not a you know in in context he's like you oh I could dance I could sing it's all like non tangible things he's like but we don't boast about the the excellence that we do about you know what I mean like and science and 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 business and stuff like that some people do not all but but for the most part you look on Instagram or social media we we have a lot of people who dance and and we uh like you said we we're awesome at creating culture but then we don't monetize on it either too so it's like you see twerking was big you you know what I mean? Perk team and all that stuff. And then No, they have schools. Yeah, they now they got schools. But who's once Molly Cyrus did it, it was hot. <laughs> that, but but who cultures that? And then and then yeah. she'll but and then she'll have black girls in the background twerking too. That's right. And I'm I'm I was about so, to say something about that. No, no. Say say how you feel. Say how you feel. Say it. I was going to say, she's twerking her flat, her flapjacks. What? Some I mean? <laughs> pancake booty? Come on, huh? Up there you know the white folk with a pancake booty? Let me stop fucking like kids. Big whole chicken. Like, man, you your... That shit was raw. They're like, they're like, cancel. They're putting petitions right now. Get these niggas off the air. I just Bro. think it's so, so uh, crazy that they use our culture to get forward. You know what I'm saying? They, of course. They use, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. So like they, uh, they, it's like a platform for them. It's a springboard for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Your record sales low. Put some cornrows in your hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Get Timberland to come do a beat for you. It's like it's that shit. It's true. I fucks with Justin Timberlake the long way. One of my favorite white men of all time. I something about Justin Timberlake. That's my fucking dog. But mm. you know what I'm saying? Like he was with us for a minute, and then next thing you know, he did a revamp and came out with a country album. Fuck That's us, right? right? Pink, he was waiting on the next Pink one, did, did the same thing. Yep. Who? All of them. Pink. Uh, yep. She started out as like an R&B, and then yep. she got that money. It was like. <laughs> but listen, here's the thing, right? Here's here's what here's what all this shit comes down to when you really think about it. And I I say this shit because it's funny because like I I was fucking around with my son and I was like yo. He was like, uh, oh, this is free. And I was like, you know, you know, my homie always told me, if it's free, you must OD. 
And this nigga's been saying this shit all week, bro. He was like, you know, if it's free, you must OD. Hello, your son, I was joking. I was joking. And he knows I'm joking. Oh man, I, I miss joking. him so much. Come I miss on, the bro. boy so much. Man. I know, man. They miss you too. I told him I was hopping on. She's like, oh, go ahead. But listen, <laughs> I was joking, bro. And he knows I'm I joking. Know. Know. But the sad part, though, and this is why, this is to answer everybody's question. If, and this is something I learned, if I was a billionaire and I put money into this one thing, a lot of times, bro, black people, we it's like we're missing this one little key thing that Japan has over us and other countries have over us. Over us. It's it's like home teaching and principles of like take one. A lot of people, bro, are like they see it as a money grab. They see it as abuse. If I was to put literally this is a scenario, a basket of something and it's free. It says free. Take one. That little fucking slogan of uh, if it's free, you must OD is literally the black mentality. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and then there's other people that want to come in and take it and then resell it to you. Now put a price on it because I'm making money, right? That's the problem. If it, it starts really at home at teaching your kids like, yo, be respectful and mindful of others. And I promise you in 20 years when they become adults, then we can really start seeing a change. It's That's the one thing that the Japan has over the US, bro. It's the mindfulness of others so far that they'll go to put noise canceling sounds for when you're taking a shit so it doesn't disturb the person next to you. That is a whole nother level of like being mindful. Consideration. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. And if we were considerate as black people, just of our brothers and sisters, I promise you, overnight, you would see a fucking uh, a decrease of Cadillac converters being stolen in black <laughs> neighborhoods. <laughs> These niggas out here stealing these Cadillac converters. And that was I'm, a pinnacle of my argument. <laughs> I noticed that it ain't even black people that's out here stealing these catalytic converters, nigga. Every yes. every video I done seen of somebody stealing a catalytic converter in the hood, it's not a black person underneath that with a fucking That's not out here, nigga. Every per- every video I've seen is a black person stealing the Cadillac converter. Catalytic no converters, nigga. Uh, whatever nigga, the fuck it is. Cadillac, nigga. It's <laughs> Cadillac. Cadillac, Cadillac, whatever the fuck it is, nigga. He just stole my DeVille converter off this motherfucker. <laughs> Real. But uh, no, man. that's that's my whole thing, man. I feel like as you want to talk about getting the culture on track, be mindful. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about being mindful of like it's okay, like being mindful and accepting of someone talking about sucking dick, because that's what we're being mindful about these days. I'm being honest with you. You go on social mm-hmm. media, the first thing I see when I see a mic and a black person, I guarantee you're talking about sex. Two minutes later, she's talking about how this nigga was hitting her from the back and she couldn't breathe. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit we're talking about, bro. We can be talking about so much other brother. shit. So much. No, it's not, man. <laughs> it's literally every fuck. It's not, bro. At this point, it's not the algorithm. I'm not talking about or, TikTok. Yeah. Or black and all black relationship or how one yes. ain't one ain't ain't one man. The men ain't shit. Females ain't, ain't shit. shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, all I'm you know I mean this relationship ain't shit. And uh, my yep. grandmother didn't have to work. My grandfather paid yep. all. And you like. I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, no, my grandmother both. My grandmother and grandfather work. Like, I'm, you must be thinking. You know, but we and yeah. we don't really have a concept of time when it's like no, and and they, and and also culture like black families always had almost two parents working for like the last six seven generations. You know what I mean? Um, black people didn't always have the luxury of having making enough money, or black men didn't have enough luxury of making enough money to support their family. You know what I mean? So you know, it's, it's I I think it's a nostalgia thing, and people don't talk to their their elders enough to be like. Hey, what was our family like? And who, what was your what was your grandparents like? And what did your elders tell you? You know, 
I mean, and I, I, I guess yeah. I was fortunate in that. Yeah, I was gonna say I disagree. Not, not, not to, not to like say fuck mm -hmm. what you just said, but I'm gonna keep it real with you. We talk about this all the time. Society is like when it comes to social media, the devil, the devil. Mm -hmm. Because I, I see a lot of, uh, I'm not trying to attack them, but a lot of women, um, living my best life. I'm free. Blah 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 blah. And but I want nobody tell me nothing. Exactly. But I want a man to do X, Y, and Z. Let me explain something to you. That's fine. But it's like, you want a man who's going to sit here and do everything. But when there's, it's like men have to stay the same, but women can be as liberate as they want. Men mm -hmm. have every right to be as liberate as they want too. Even though granted they've been for, for centuries, they've been fucking around and doing their own thing and the game changes, but it's like, they want men to, they want a loyal man, but they want to be able to be liberated to do whatever they want. Right. And I'm telling you right now it does not exist. It only exists if people allow it to exist. And men, a lot of men are not going for that shit. They will use and abuse you. And that's mm -hmm. why we have all these broken people fucking around with other broken people. Because I'm telling mm -hmm. you, once you understand, like, yo, if you want to stay home and do whatever the fuck you want, and he makes enough money and y'all happy, cool. But that comes with a price. The price is he's going to want you to do what the fuck he says when he wants you to say it. And if, he, and if it's not that, it's some type of agreement. Because no man... And and even the people who are simps, they expect and want things out of their relationship as well. And a lot of times, these one-sided conversations is what's like, it's like, bro, I don't want to hear that shit. It's, at this point, just stay single and do what the fuck you want to do. That's it. Why do you need a man? You don't. Let a hoe be a hoe, man. Why do you, exactly, be a hoe. Uncle Snoop said that shit. Let a hoe That's be a hoe. Do your thing, baby. I agree don't, with you. Don't get mad when you're a hoe, and then you, later on, your son is... is is not crying because his other kids in his class are like, yo, your mom's got an OnlyFans. In fact, here goes her shit right here. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, it's, coming. It's, it's happening. It's, it's already happening. Already. Hell yeah. yeah, it's happening. Freaking online. Freaking yeah. online. <laughs> here we go. It's coming. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Hey, it's coming, bro. And I agree with you. a price. You know, so, listen, my homegirl said it best. She's like, listen, if you think, she's like, I, she's like, I know you in a relationship and most of us in relationships, but I'm going to tell niggas right now. If you go, Right. Let's say you're married and you're having issues and, you know, everything's good for the most part. No one stepped on each other. But like, like y'all getting tired of each other. Right. Hypothetically mm -hmm. speaking, she was like, yo, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. The dating scene in 2023 is fucking trash. Bitches nowadays Goodbye. understand their worth of they understand what they got and they not sending news for free. Why would I send a nigga a picture of my titties when I can sell it for fifty nine ninety five? A whole package. <laughs> tell me why. If I was a chick, man, I'd be out here selling my shit, too. But it has a price. If I have kids, guess what? That will come back to haunt, uh, haunt you. If I want to get a nice job, guess what? First day at work, they find your name out. Boom. Click you. Google. Instant. I do all the time. I was thinking about a joke uh, that, was gonna, that we'll try out that was talking about nudes. Right? You got to have to sound. You have to speak up a little bit, bro, because you're coming I'll, in low. Talk to me. My bad. Hold on. Let me turn this up. There we go. You hear me? There we go. Turn my headphones. Hell yeah. Go ahead. Talk to me. Um, so uh, I was thinking of a joke uh, mm -hmm. about nudes. And okay. how uh, I was like, you know what, man, like when you're in a relationship, when you're married, you know what I'm saying? You love uh, anybody love an unsolicited nude as a mm -hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? That's you love right. unsolicited nude. I don't know how women feel about this topic, but as a man, <laughs> you love a good. If you just so happen to just <sighs> roll over and there's some titties on your phone, you're like, mm. oh, yo, shit. hey, shit, okay. be a good day. That's I right. also want some shit like if you send me a nude, the fuse is lit. The mm. bomb is going to blow. That shit is mm. consent. Like you gonna get this dick. Mm -hmm. You sent me a nude. Like that that was full on. You this is yours. You come get it. I yeah. know it's a joke. Yeah, it is yeah, a joke. yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. But 
that's what I was thinking about when you said that shit. Like, you know, why, why, why would you pay? Like, why, why am I going? I'm not going to send you these titties for free. That's it. It's done. They the all videos, any anything that when it, you look at the dating scene and like the current culture, it's full of tricks. Mm-hmm. Like, and tricks are there for it's kids niggas that's willing to pay like niggas is mm-hmm. willing like yep. out the gate like oh yeah let me fly you out like nigga fly her out what what, <laughs> what are we doing i was like yo i was like what i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, go i can't i can't i, I can't talk because i'm done it's like <laughs> what <laughs> i know this is this is this is before you know what i'm saying my man's was, was locked in but he was out here flying holes out no one one, Nigga, one is too many. One yeah, is more than enough. He, yeah. look, he be like, yo, right, listen, I have you my- You paid baggage for these two, didn't you? That's right. Oh, that's a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> how do you think I got a baby? How, how, how do you think I got my little one now? That's oh, what I come, oh, my God. Right. Come on, G. That don't right. count, bro. We over here yeah. saying all this crazy shit. I'm about to cut this, nigga. You wipe them like, man, this nigga call me a hoe and everything. What's wrong with you, bro? Yeah. I might leave this shit in here for good context, but no. Uh, nigga, come on. That don't count, bro. That's your wife. That's different. You flew out and locked her down, man. That yeah, nigga, that's different. That's not even flying her out, nigga. That's like, you know what I'm saying? That's commitment. That was investment. That's what that is. Yeah, it's investment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this nigga said just one. That don't count, man. That don't count. We're talking about these hoes, these nasty bitches. Yeah. You made nah, it sound like you had you was getting frequent flyer miles off <laughs> these bitches or something. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, use my number. Yeah, Yo, that up. Nah, bro, that is not that's wifey, man. That does not count. And we apologize for anything we may have said that may have offended her in this in this short time, but we're not talking about you. We're not talking no. about no, we're talking about these nasty hoes Bernie Mac used to refer to. Those are the bitches we talking about. But anyway, besides the point, I digress. Culture. Yeah, man. Culture. There you go. Culture. As a culture and society, man, I feel like we we're we're progressing. There's just little things we got to tweak, man. What are we What are we about? What do we want to be represented as? Are we going to monetize on what we're producing, mm-hmm. right? Because we have. A, I'm gonna tell you the the most expensive thing that we that we have to offer as people of color is our mm-hmm. intellectual property. Mm. You need us to do some shit fast, but we'll come up with a solution. You need us to fix some shit, we'll come up with it. You want us to make the next trend? Guess what? God damn it, we got it. Right? It's all about us monetizing and understanding. Like we're not gonna give this shit away for free. It's getting just like women and what nudes. you create. Yeah, getting that's right. For, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. Because like you see the way they dance. take these dances. That shit kills me, bro. Fortnite mm-hmm. came through and scooped up all the black dances and ain't paying yep. nobody nothing. Like that's right. No originator got anything. Or like nope. when it comes to different little trends, little TikTok trends and shit. The originator yep. of this is a person of color, but it blew up because such and such seen it, and now all these that's white right. people's making money off of it. Like that's right. We need to treat our culture the way these hoes is treating they new. Yep, that's it. That's all it is. I promise you. Message. (laughs) Old school. He brought it back. Message. Yo, I haven't done that shit forever, man. That was you. That was your mo. Okay. (laughs) Shit. We got a fan and a guest at the same time. Look at that. That's real shit, bro. For real. That's facts, bro. That's facts. Listen, man, I I think uh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Maybe if they listen to us, they'll, we'll get there a lot sooner. But hey, slow and steady wins the race, man. We just need more people mm-hmm. advocating for that. That's really what it comes down to, bro. You got to play a long game. The long that's game. That's, uh, that's, uh, I think that's the one thing we haven't learned. We think we got to get in instantly. Uh, we got to play the long game. The long that's game right. is, uh, I mean, think about your, you know what I mean? That's us as parents. We shouldn't be thinking about just our kids. We should be thinking about our grandkids and having money for that's them. True teach our kids to keep this rolling. So. Mm-hmm. That's right. And same thing with culture. 
Yep. Anything close to, you know, we don't need the schools to teach us, teach our kids what we can go online or get a book and teach them the same things. You know what I mean? Facts. It's all 100%. on us. 100%. But yeah, I agree with you. This was fun. This it was. was. Good talk. It was, man. Good talk. Like, I missed y'all, man. man. Same I, here. You know, I can't say why I was gone for so long, but you know, that y'all know, y'all know, how, yeah, 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 know. Yeah, yeah, classified niggas. Yeah, yeah. He was doing, yeah, he's out here hustling. Y'all niggas don't even know what he was doing. He was yeah, killing people. Yeah. Now, me stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, take his shirt off and have a bunch of bumps on it like Killmonger. <laughs> niggas, that malaria? <laughs> Nigga, what you got? You was in Africa, huh? Some big bumps too. Oh shit! Nah, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, but I think the last time I was I was going to Guam. The last time I was I was going to Guam. So it was two. It's been two years. It's been two years. Oh man, here we are, back at it again. Damn, Goldie. Yeah, but listen, this has been great, man. We definitely appreciate you coming on, man. And for everyone out, you know, back home, wherever you are, listen to this. Um, definitely, if you guys have any, if you guys want any points brought up, you want to address anything, you guys want to verify anything, you want to give your opinion on things, please hit that comment section and talk to us, man. We're here. If you want you want to come on the show and talk about something, let us know, man. We are not opposed to it. You know, we here, he, us here at Say How You Feel, we just like to have good conversation, make the shit fun, man. Right. That's it. We're not trying to push no agenda. We may be a little biased in some things, but that's that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's okay to say nigga if you a nigga. <laughs> and, and another thing, and it's okay to say it how you feel. That's the whole point. Mm. So you ain't got to agree. Mm. That's you ain't right. got to agree. You ain't got to like what I say. But nice. I'm saying how I feel, and you should you should do the same. Don't be a little nice. bitch about it. Say it with your chest. Let that mm-hmm. shit out. If you got hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best segment ever, though. Hands down, bro. Hands yeah. fucking down. If you got hate in your heart, go ahead, let it out. Let it out. Kind oh. of Langus rise, bro. To this day, oh one of the greatest God. skits of all time. Hands down. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Anywho, so with that, we're gonna conclude. Listen, we love you guys. Thank you for our listeners. Please hit that like and subscribe button down at the bottom. Ding ding. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it, man. We appreciate you guys coming out, listening to us, vibing with us. We hope you got a good laugh. We hope you learned something, man. And look out for that Freak Nick documentary coming out, man. I am so hip right now. I cannot wait, bro. I'm that itching to see I'm that hip. shit. Hey, you know me. I, <laughs> you gotta hit the ninety turn, bro. I want to see. I want to see what all this. Uh, what's the hype about? You know what oh, I'm saying? Hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm done with you, bro. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Anyway, this was said. How you feel? I'm Mo. I'm say. I'm Goldie. Two E's. Mm. Two E's and again, shout out to Goldie, bro. We love you. We oh. appreciate you for coming and kicking with us again, man. It's always a pleasure. We can't wait for the next time. We need to link in person. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Certainly. um, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And mm. thanks for fucking with saying how you feel, man. We we do this for y'all. We really do. Facts. We'll, we'll see you guys next week, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.